Welcome to another episode of Soul Billy, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And we have Deborah with us. Yes. <laughs> so, y'all, we love this show called Love is on the Own Channel. It is so good. Kobe, can you break down like what love is? Not not the actual definition, but the show. I was going down. Yes. So it's Mara and Salim Akil. It's like their love story. Mm-hmm. And we just get to see the younger version of them, how they met back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then we get to see, um, it's an older couple of them that sits on the couch and they're kind of, as we're seeing the play out, they're like telling this story. We're seeing what they're, the stories that they're telling and then like the back end of it, like why we are seeing what we're seeing in, yeah. you know, in the visual, in the TV show. And it gets really real. It's just like, it's this show, it's like, it's so heartwarming. On the first episode, they'll have you hooked. Yes. But like, it goes through real scenarios that people like us, not, well, I ain't go through that. <laughs> but people go through a lot of trials and tribulations that they go through. So we want to make sure we, you know, talk about it. Um, we want to hear y'all's perspective, talk about our perspective. We have a lot of juicy questions. Girl, um, so And it's a spoiler, but it will make you want to go check out this show. Oh, you have, like, we won't, you have to watch it. So, love is, so should we just dive right into yeah, it? Yeah, To the first question. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I want, okay, yeah, let's just start off with what love is. Like, what is love to you guys? Your definition. So after coming off of, you know, our last podcast and it's talking about, you know, being pro-black and can mm-hmm. you date. And so something that I saw that really kind of got me was people saying you cannot help who you fall in love with. And I think that's false. I think mm-hmm. love is a choice. Mm-hmm. You choose. Like I, I tell Kyle oh. this all the time. You know, he has his insecurities and things. And I'm like, look. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be with you. Mm-hmm. Right. This is a choice. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing to be with you on the daily. So I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to worry about any other outside factors. I'm here right now. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree and disagree. And But I do believe like you chose him. But I do feel like you could fall in love. You do fall in love. Yes. But you do choose. Like who if you, you want to be with that person. You're if you say, with. okay, I love you, but... We can't be together. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like, like I said in the last podcast, y'all gotta go listen to that last podcast. We got heated. It was so good. That sometimes you might fall in love with someone, of course, because you need that part mm-hmm. as well. But also, God might send you that person. And mm-hmm. if that person, if we going back to the white and black thing, if that person happens to be another race, who are you to tell God, no, this person not for me? If God sends me a person, I'm in love with them. And then, then I will choose to continue life with them because that's what God said he has for me. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, if we're going back to like the pro-black thing, then mm-hmm. yes, I did choose to be with you because God says so. And I ain't going mm-hmm. against what God says. Okay, because that's what I want. Y'all could be mad. <laughs> but that's how it is. But love is a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, what? I, I just have so many mixed emotions with the whole... Going back to the throwback. It's like a part two. <laughs> I do definitely think love is a choice because with love, love is is deeper than just the romantic stages, especially mm-hmm. if you want to 
build with that person and have an empire. You think about things such as the cultural um, adversities that you may have to face with your significant other and, and not even just face from outside what society is saying about you, but just that whole, I know Peabody from Social Complex, he brought up saying that, um, I just can't, he said, he said for us, he's like, so y'all are black women. And if y'all marry a, a white man, dang, we really starting off like this. But I anyway. wasn't trying to go back to that. I was just saying that made me think about what right. love is to No, me. I'm, think, I'm talking about no, that's myself. good. It's I'm good. We must need to talk about it. We just need to talk about Because like <laughs> I changed my answer since since then mm-hmm. because he shined light on me. But he was saying, like, if you're, if us, we are dating, um, we're black women dating a white man, we get married, and then we have a son. We were initially going to have a black son. And he was like, that white Caucasian man cannot teach your son how to grow up being black. And that just really stuck with me. And so it made me want to choose someone that my son can really connect with someone because you want your dad to be someone that you can connect with. No, not saying, and I want, they can't teach you how to be a man. Yeah. A man can teach you how to be a man, but we need to just talk about a black experience, a black experience. But this could be me just being biased. If there's any interracial, um, people that are listening and and you are, or you have a son and and you're a black woman and you, and his father is a white male. Can, I really want to know, cause I don't really know, but I just, it made me wonder like, can, how does that relationship road did the son seek to your uncle i mean his uncle to to get that advice who or can he really connect with his his father i think um we're going with love and in that situation if you're saying love is a choice mm-hmm. that man knows that he made the choice to marry a black woman mm-hmm. so he's going to also make the choice to father a black son mm-hmm. so he should take that responsibility to learn how to father a black son mm-hmm. to be able to be um to be understanding and sensitive to the issues around being a black male in America or in the world in general. So that I feel like if in that situation, since love is a choice, he should choose to learn about the culture of the other person Mm. and to learn how to raise him. Now he might need some help from some uncles, you know what I mean? Or like some friends or like understanding, but I would think for the most part, most couples that um, that I know that I'm in a racial relationship, with a white man, typically he understands the black experience and he learns about the black tries experience. Tries to understand. He tries he to understand. Yeah, understand. he can't like understand fully, obviously, because he's not mm-hmm. work, walking mm-hmm. that truth. But he he has sensitivity to it. He mm-hmm. he tries to understand mm-hmm. that. Okay. You know, so I would think you have to make the choice to learn. Okay. So it goes, goes back. Well, so love to me, though, is definitely a choice. And um, it, it's a feeling, even more so than a choice. And I guess that kind of combats the whole, mm-hmm. you can choose to love a white person or a black person, whoever, whatever color person that they are, because you feel the love. Vibes don't lie. I think typically love starts with a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's, you, have to spark, you have to have that initial spark. Mm-hmm. Or it can even be attraction that turns into love. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would say for me, I would I say love is both. I think love is both a feeling and a choice to continue to have those feelings for that person. Mm-hmm. You know, once you love that person. Yes. And to go to describe those feelings, um, I love philosophy and <laughs> uh, psychology. And uh, they talk about... Um, what is it? It's Steinberg's love triangle. Mm-hmm. And you have consummate uh, love, and that is intimacy, passion, and commitment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have your, where you like somebody, that's just mm-hmm. intimate. So, yeah. you know, 
I don't know, you can think about those relationships that you had where you just like somebody, you were just, you know, intimate with them. Then you have companion love where it's intimacy and commitment. Empty love is just a commitment mm. or a decision and commitment is what he says. And then fatuous love is passion and commitment. Infatuation is passion. And then romantic love is passion and intimacy. But when you combine all those together is when you have like that, you know, love. yes, yeah. yes. But you have to look at the chart, you know, to fully understand it. But yes, I, I like, like that. that. Yeah, too. I think love is a very complex. It, it, it involves, like you said, like mm, with the chart. The there's so many different things. You have to find that person that you can be intimate mm -hmm. with. You have to find that person that you can have that friendship with, that connection, that love and devotion. Mm -hmm. So it's really, um, it's definitely a complex. I think love is very hard to define. Definitely. I think love, I'm going to take two different views of love because love within like a relationship, like you were saying earlier, you cho you're choosing that person every single day. Mm -hmm. And so like all of us, you know, I know as single ladies, we have our expectations and things that uh, things of that nature. But love is also like, you know, this person comes blog, you know, they're going to make mistakes because they're human. Mm -hmm. It's just because it's like the person that you choose to love is going to be the person you choose to be able to accept everything about them, their mm. mistakes and all that. So who are you worth, like who is worth it for you? Mm. You know, that's ultimately what it is. But then I think about love like on a grander scale when I think about God mm. and love is um, unconditional. Mm -hmm. And I just believe in life and in this world, like even though there's just so many bad things that are happening in the mm -hmm. world, I think love will always win. I think that if we just love even the bad people, I know it sounds so bad, but like love them. Cause what I'm, I realize in like my work and you know, my job is I see other people hurt other people. Mm -hmm. And I know why it's because they are truly hurt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they have demons and those demons are not them. Those demons have just suffocated their body. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm realizing like a lot of people aren't healed out here and they turn to different things because they're, they don't know how to heal and they're coping differently. But mm -hmm. the love that God gives us is unconditional. And I think that we should try to replicate what God has is, and that's unconditional love. So just more love in the world, period, I think is unconditional. And, and love is what we're on this earth for. Mm -hmm. I love that. So love is, is definitely different for every person and everything. Well, each person that we see on the in the world, because when you think about it, I like how you broke it up into there's God's love and then there's man's love, but then we should strive to love like God right. as men. And so when you think about that, it makes me think about unconditional love as men. Is that possible? I think it is. It can? It's a choice. Mm -hmm. You okay. have to choose. So That's the thing. It's not, you have to consciously choose that regardless of your flaws and the 20% mm -hmm. that you're missing. Because you always hear that you, the person that you love is not going to be 100% what Absolutely. you want. You're going to have, you're going to be at least 80% or at most typically 80% mm -hmm. of what you want. And you have to be okay with them not being that 20%. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or and that 20% could be their flaws and their issues that they're bringing into the relationship. So mm -hmm. you have to make that choice to have unconditional love for them. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think... 
as man, you, I, you can't take it a step further. God has forgiven you. Absolutely. You've made mistakes and you've done things and he's forgiven you. So, and that's not to say that you have to stay with that person. Like, okay, that's you cheated, what I was going to say. Cheated, that's cheated. Oh, yeah, no. Like, yes, I love you. That's you what I was about to say. But that's what, it's that's, a stopping That's low conditions. Yeah. Stopping that's yeah. low conditions. Yeah. I guess love So love from afar. Then. Love from afar. Love, I think love should always be present. But love doesn't mean you don't have conditions. That so, you can't endure it like that. I'm yeah. just going to let you, right. you know. Walk over but that's unconditional. Yeah. That's without actually, any conditions. Yeah. You know, actually, I think that. that we are misinterpreting the word love unconditionally. People say love unconditionally. Can we do that? It's like yes, we can, but that does not mean that you have to stay with a person. And then, okay. okay. but it's like, and then yeah, and then marriage. marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm dating but, somebody, no, I'm not gonna let you just do whatever to me and think that I'm just going to stay. We're not, we're not connect. We don't have nothing. But even if we're married, us, but even we? when you're married, I don't believe unconditional love but is staying with a person. Sometimes loving someone is letting them go, letting them be their best mm-hmm. self, find God, loving yourself enough, giving yourself unconditional love to walk away. Not meaning that you still don't want the best for them. You still want mm-hmm. them to do great. That's love. Love does not equal staying. That's, and that's true. But I'm just saying, you know, if I'm dating someone, you know, it might be easier for me to just say, you know what, forget this, like I'm done. Mm-hmm. Versus if I'm in a marriage, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. a union with someone, I'm, yes. at, I'm like, okay, you know what, we have to make this work because we agreed to do this, mm-hmm. you know, forever. This is commitment. Yeah. Yes. This is commitment. We and made the ultimate commitment, yeah. the, ultimate, the ultimate right sacrifice. So I we're going to be that. with each other. So it's, 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 a, it's, it's phases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, tr- it's a sticky situation because I feel like that only holds true if both people are mutually agreeing to that commitment to or yeah. to working together for that yeah. commitment. Yeah. Now, if one person just give up on life, give up, give up on the relationship, give up yeah. on themselves, give up, then it's like, I'm this well, love I is still on fight? me. Yeah. yeah, it's like that the conditions are clearly <laughs> unhealthy at mm-hmm. this point, and it's like, how should I? Why should I stay in these conditions? I, yes, I think I can love you, but sometimes it may have to be from afar. Mm-hmm. I think love is different, in, as Kobe mentioned. It's, love is different in and out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're or not in and out of a relationship, a in and out of a marriage. So when you're dating and when you're married, it are completely two different True. types of love. You know, so I think there is levels to the kind of love that you give, and also that mutual benefit is a very big part. And I actually had a debate with my ex <laughs> about this topic about <laughs> love and conditions. And one of the things that I said, I wish I could pull it up, but to quote myself, but I think what I said was there has to be a mutual benefit and a mutual reason for both of you coming together. If it's one party, as you mentioned, if you're getting stomped on in your love relationship where you're getting cheated on constantly that in that situation there's no mutual benefit Mm -hmm. for the love to grow there has to be some kind of mutual benefits because that's even in friendship Mm -hmm. we can't we would not be together if we were not mutually benefiting you know even if we're not like here like oh i want i want you know i want this from you you want this from me subconsciously we're type of we're um we have our goals and we have um our plans and how we operate. So if the other person is not benefiting and helping you grow in that situation, how can love reign when there's no, you know, if two can't agree, you know, uh, there's no, you, you can't move forward. So there has to be that kind of mutual agreement to commit and to grow. So your love can't even be stagnant. Mm. You can't have the same type of love you mm. have while you're dating, while you're married. It's not going to work. That's you know, right. so I think love grows too. It's very so dynamic. Love is growth. I'm exactly. That's scary though. It's a journey. 
It is. Love is a journey. It's growth. What's scary about that is, that's why I think it's very important before people get married, is to know what each pe- each person's definition of marriage is. Mm-hmm. Because y'all might have two completely different t- uh, visions of marriage. Mm-hmm. Y'all's vi- vision needs to be one. Yeah. But what's scary is, once you are in a marriage, and like he said earlier, y'all both have to be working to make sure y'all are choosing each other every day. But what if that there is a person in a relationship you're working and they're not? Even though y'all made the commitment to work, they seem to just forgot about that. Mm-hmm. At what point do you say, okay, I'm going to keep working, 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 or you're like, I just got to let you go because I'm the only one well, I mean, You have to working. communicate it. I think sometimes we just let stuff just slide. It's, and when you let stuff, so I'm just going to use working as an example. If somebody comes in late and I don't address it right then and there, then they, that person is just going to keep on coming mm. in late. So you have to address it right at the 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 you know the, the base room. of it, the yeah. base of it. So you can't just keep letting it because then it's going to be harder to go back and say, hey, and break those habits. Yeah, you've been doing this and it's made me feel this way and. Now we're here. Yeah. Well, you should have told me that a long time ago. Exactly. I could have did X, Y, and Z. We could have been fixed this. That's yeah. a really good point because now looking at it, why is that person not trying? Exactly. Because you didn't address. You didn't they say didn't know. exactly. Mm, I'm supposed to fix something about it. No, it was broken. And That's I true. love that you said that because as women, we often put these blinders on and just try to see past them. Like, <laughs> oh, he'll figure it out. He exactly. My <laughs> because we love so no. hard and it's just like, I let you slide. But that letting you slide is really detriment to the Very relationship exactly. for, for the long run. Very. So I need to tell this guy that I'm talking to. Yeah, like, <laughs> you need to be you direct. Yes. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you, did this, when you did this, you know, it made me feel this way. Mm-hmm. When you do this, it's demeaning to me. It, it, I don't feel respect. You know, you have to. Yeah, I think that's a very big. That's definitely a big one because, and you have to know that about yourself too. And that's why I think in when you're dating, you have to also remember that it's a reflection of who you are. Ooh. So things like that, for example, like for me, I one of the things I struggled with in my last relationship was being able to communicate things I had issues with because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be nagging or Same. I didn't want to so I'll always wait till after it's happened several times to be mm-hmm. like yo but it was usually too late because at that point he's like well I've been doing this for the last couple of months you never said anything and I'm like touche like yeah. you're right you have to you teach know? people how to treat you yeah like you have to teach people how to love you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, your partner and you have to have the willingness to change because if you're stuck in your ways, nothing's going to mm-hmm. get solved. That's true. But then at the same time, we and already again, know that you don't be changing. That's a choice. That, and once again, that's a choice. I can say, okay, is this person worth me taking a step back in my ego, mm-hmm. letting it go to say, okay, you know what? I'm sorry. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to work on that. That's that's a part of figuring out, okay, if we're going to be together or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it's going to work. I think in a relationship, if you are going to be together in your marriage and, and you are married, you have to. Be, get good at forgiving because yes. um, and yes. trying to forget. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know about forgetting, but we're not holding it over. Yeah, there. like saying like when you guys, you, yeah, you don't want to be yeah. like every single argument. You're like, hey, remember that one time when you did this? And like, bro, that was right two years ago. Right. Like, let it go. <laughs> I'll say something real quick. I want to go back to Deborah. You're saying love is different at different stages. Stages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in love is Nuri and um, Yasir. They said, I love you. Like really quick, like the third. Mm-hmm. And I know people were kind of like, mm-hmm. I know, like, <laughs> but come on, y'all. Like, let's be real. When you first meet somebody, you're like, oh my gosh, I love hanging, hanging around love with this. Like, I love being with this person. Yeah. So it's dip. Yes, if you say 
Like, you're not going to come out and be like, I love you. But you can kind of, you start getting like a little hint of like, ooh. Because love is a feeling yeah. and you know that feeling like, you I get when you're around this person. So, yeah. yes, I think going back to love is different at different phases. It's going to mean something different, you know, that first year than what it means that second year mm-hmm. or that first day versus, you know, that one year mark. Because yeah. love is growth. So, yeah, you're growing. Is through these different and I think, phases. Exactly. And one of the things that I think we make a mistake with is we expect the love to remain the same. And that's not true. We don't even remain the same. Every mm-hmm. single season that we go through changes us. So there are times, and I've been a victim of this, where I've expected the love to be exactly how it was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I find myself trying so hard to get there when I realize that, like, you know, looking back, I'm like, wow, like, the love was changing. The love mm-hmm. was growing because it's not the same. Mm-hmm. We were in different seasons. We're in right. different times. We have different commitments. We're getting stronger, a little bit more comfortable, mm-hmm. but not too comfortable. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I think we also have to allow love to grow because if you hold on to love to be exactly, imagine if um, they were waiting for that love to stay mm-hmm. the same, like, I love you, mm-hmm. and we're not going to have any arguments, we're not going to have any mm-hmm. disagreements, mm-hmm. and I don't, she didn't even know his last name when she said she exactly. loved him. Exactly. I don't know about that lady. You better know his last name and his birthday. <laughs> you know, but that's definitely something that um, resonates with me. It's just like growing. You have to, mm-hmm. I think life is just about growing and building. And love is one of those things. It's a foundation mm-hmm. for um, uh, people don't fall in love just because it's, a, it's, bio, it's biological. You fall in love so you can create a family mm-hmm. and grow that family and build. So... If you're going to be building, you have to be okay with changes. Hmm. So, I don't know, like, I know y'all are saying, like, love evolves, but, like, I kind of feel like love stays the same. But, like, you evolve, but the love is still there. Mm-hmm. So, like, just so I understand what y'all are saying, like, in y'all's relationships that y'all are in right now, you mm-hmm. two years in, almost three mm-hmm. years in, you're one year in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how have y'all seen love change? I'm saying certain experiences, certain things are going to bring you closer. It's going to make that bond stronger. It's going to make okay. that love more intimate. Like, mm-hmm. dang, you know what? You... Like, I was on my last dollar, mm-hmm. and you transferred, you made that transfer. Right, right. That, like, that nobody's not going to do that. Strengthen the love mm-hmm. even more. Yes. I got you. Yeah. I was trying to see, like, what Like what are y'all talking about? <laughs> like, like yeah. I know. And, like, that, and that person might not do that on day one, but it's like, I see you, and I know that you're worth it, and I know that you're going to pay me back. Right. Mm-hmm. In some way. Not yes. necessarily not, saying that I need that exact exactly. amount back, but somewhere along our relationship, you have my back in a way where it's like, wow, now I know I can I can see myself going through this life with you because when I was down and I didn't have anything or not even necessarily down, when I was up and you highlighted me, you gave me the pedestal, you wasn't trying to steal or yes. be jealous or envious of me. Yes. Like, I know that you can, you're, you're, you're proud of me and you, you don't have to, to put a mask on in front of this person. You just feel so comfortable and at ease with them. So I think mm-hmm. the love does continue to grow as, as time goes. Yeah. Yes. Or I, in, and it should. Mm-hmm. It definitely should. And in Nuri's case, you know, she saw this person. He's at his he's at his lowest point. Mm-hmm. And she is still speaking life to him and still, you know, like even that, like that in itself showed him like, okay, this girl is really this woman is for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's evident through those experiences. I just want to go back to the comment that I think Deborah and Jazz and what Kobe made um, when y'all said that um, love 
changes through stages. So it's, love is different from when you're um, just dating to versus when you're married. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to reference this uh, book that I was reading. It's called The Uncommon Marriage. It says, what we've learned about la- lasting love and overcoming life's obstacles together. And it's by Tony and Lauren uh, Dungy. They're... Um, so Tony Dungy, he is a uh, he's a coach, an NFL coach, and so they had a very uncommon marriage. It's not like your typical working nine to five, come back home. Mm-hmm. So he's like off on the road, traveling with the team all the time. So they don't have the common marriage. It's like a long distance relationship almost, if you will. And so in the marriage, he he specifically said. Um, so even the beginning of their marriage, he was coaching for the Steelers at this time. He was the defensive uh, coach. And he was saying, like, when they when he was courting her, funny story, so the way he was courting her is a blind date set up by her pastor of his church. He was um, a, uh, a speaker or something. He a guest, uh, Tony was a guest visitor of their church, and he was, like, he was blowing up her phone saying, I have this guy. You need to meet him. He's an NFL uh, coach. She was like, I don't want to meet, date no NFL coach. Just mm-hmm. thinking cliche in her mind, like all NFL coaches. Or, and he was an NFL player as well. And so she was just thinking the stigma, like, I'm not trying to date no professional athlete type guy. Mm-hmm. And so she had already, like, warded it off. And he was on the same hand, like, you know, I ain't trying. He's like, it's a million other guys in your, your congregation. Why you won't just refer her to one of them? Why you want me to be the one to date her? And so he finally went over there met up with her family went to her house met up with her family everyone loved him first day first date it was at her (laughs) house met all of her family she has a really tight family um so he had she had brother like i think two brothers a sister he said everyone lived in the same house so it was like a revolving door and they was in um so everyone was meeting him questioning him like uh so uh how about those stillers he's like the the guys talked mainly to him about football and the Mm -hmm. girls and her mom was just very warming and welcoming but he was saying they only was able to see each other on I think weekends because he was always away for um, training camps and stuff for the game and so what I was saying is to say marriage is different from when you're courting in the courting of dating phase opposed to marriage he said in the book or she said because it's cool the dialect goes like his point of view and for like two or three pages and then it flips to her point of view and for like two or three pages and so I can't remember which one of them said this, but they were saying, I think that is foolish for couples to live together before they're they're married. And the reason why he said this is he was saying because it's so easy to walk away from something when you're just in that dating phase, opposed to when you're married, you have Mm -hmm. to sit there and try to figure this thing and work it out. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I think we should take our time when dating and really get to know that person. So then when you do transition over to marriage, you don't have so much to to fix, so to Mm -hmm. speak. But there will be problems, but marriage is that ultimate glue that's going to make you stay together versus Okay, I can just dust my hands because I have no ties with this person. Mm-hmm. I don't have. I'm not obligated to stay here. Mm-hmm. So, dang, that makes me think of so many things. Cause like I remember just yesterday I was talking to Deborah about you know just being single and like the reason why I feel like I'm single is because I feel like God's preparing me to be someone, someone's wife. Because obviously mm-hmm. I must not be there yet. <laughs> I don't know what I'm missing, but um, but preparing me to be my best self so I could attract my best husband and just be ready, you know, mm-hmm. when that time time is. But then, like, looking at Yusir, mm-hmm. you know, 
I know it's like different levels of ready, like spiritually ready, but then like on the outside having a job and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So it just like makes me question like, when is it okay to combine? When is it okay to like be together? Like, Mm -hmm. do you, are you gonna be struggling? Like, doesn't matter if you're struggling spiritually and still being with someone who is already spiritual Mm -hmm. to be together, or this person, she's like working her dream job and you're broke like i don't know like now i'm like confused i think even with different those different um aspects or those different factors are they vary for example i would say there's a level of importance of from of one over the other for example i think the person should know their sense of self so that includes spiritually who are you what do you stand for? What are your values? That already has to be solidified because even the Bible says you can't unequally yoke. So if you're yoking and it doesn't necessarily talk about some, a physical thing like money mm-hmm. or status or whatever, it's talking about your soul. Like who mm-hmm. is this person and what are their values? Because the two will become one. Right. So you can always have, let's say you're making six figures and he's making $20,000 and you combine those resources, you're still good. But if you combine a soul that's not quite stable and you know, and you, you already have a sense of self, there's gonna be discord because that person was not complete to begin with. Mm. I think you have to have two whole people to, before you can love or before you can pursue a relationship. That person has to know who they are and have their core values solidified because then you know who you're dating. If you mm. go in and they're still trying to know themselves, their soul and their spirits that's problematic because they don't even know who they are so they can't even learn about knowing who you are because they haven't even taken the time to learn about themselves so i think that is ultimate that's like number one you have to know who you are and then everything else comes secondary so something like finances that's that changes like that you know what i mean that's something like when i think about my pick my parents and they've been in a relationship or in a marriage for 25 years dating 26 years Mm. you know my dad didn't have anything to provide for my they were living at the church house like they Mm. didn't have nothing when jennifer my older sister was born you know they didn't there was no money they didn't own a home they didn't have a car they had nothing Mm. but their love was able to grow because they both knew who they are who they knew what their value was and they were spiritually sound. So they were able to grow and encourage and pour into each other because they knew where they were. So I think as you go on, once you have that foundation, it's easier for you to, um, no, that's easier. The other things don't matter as much as heavily. You don't have to wait till you have a career, um, your career in place, you know what I mean? Or have your money stacked up right. You know, as long as you're able to start off and have that foundation, I think you're good. Because a lot of those things, especially with money and career, um, and how getting your house, those things change, change over time, change. you know, but who you are is your foundation. That is your success, mm-hmm. you know? So both people have to be successful in knowing their values and who they are, and then everything else can come. Exactly, so, and I would rather have someone who's, you know, not maybe not physically wealthy, but wealthy in other areas. Of exactly. Life. You know what I'm saying? Who can, like, what are you gonna do for me when there is no money? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. you, what, what can you build off of? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. I'm mm-hmm. looking past the the your your job choice and what kind of money you make. What I don't mm-hmm. care what kind of car you drive, what kind of shoes you have. Mm-hmm. That's, right. that's 
That don't matter to me. That doesn't. It doesn't. And you know the funny thing about those things? Those things are so temporary and they exactly. can go like that. Anything mm-hmm. can happen. You can have a house today. Tomorrow your house is gone. You can have a job today and they're like, oh, you're laid off. Who is that person going to be? Is exactly. that man or woman going to be someone who's going to sit down and give up and say, exactly. you know what? Do, are they going to lose their self-confidence and lose mm-hmm. themselves because mm-hmm. they tied their identity to their shoes, their mm-hmm. clothes, their job yeah. status, mm-hmm. their bank account? You need someone who... Without everything, who is like they're okay and their soul is who they are. Yes. I, once you have that, once you have a soul, <laughs> listen, Ooh, everything else is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we go with it, right? We can work and build. From there. So exactly. I wonder. I, I wonder though. So I do believe that it's important before you get married to to know who you are. But in the dating stage, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be honest. When I first started dating my significant other, he wasn't this spiritual guru or this this person that I felt that um, was on the same spiritual level as me. Mm-hmm. But I knew before I could marry him that he would need to grow in his spiritual life. Mm-hmm. And so just over the transition of this almost two years of us being together, he has grown like skyrocketed from where his faith level was when we first started dating to where it is now and even to the point to where it's sometimes that I was doubting and he like oh you need to keep your faith leg strong how you expect <laughs> God to like you can't give up type deal speaking life into me mm-hmm. so I, I feel like and even on the show Love Is Nuri she wasn't as spiritual as Yasir was he was the one like doing all the praying all the time creating a prayer box putting her dream That's in it um, mm-hmm. and then so to speak, like praying that she would get this um, part in, in directing her first script type deal. So it's like, do you automatically cancel someone off if they're not like on the same spiritual level as you right then and there? Or do you mm-hmm. see if they can grow until, but but I don't suggest as far as marriage, because your marriage has to be built off of like spirituality. But, yeah. but dating wise, I struggle with that. is like, that yeah. something that you can kind of see? Cause I don't know, have y'all always dated men that were like right there spiritually equal to you? No, and I feel like that was probably the biggest mistake I made mm-hmm. for me. Okay. Because, um, and I think it's it's to each to each is its own. So okay. it's, I feel like if you if you feel like that's something you're willing to invest and take a chance on, mm-hmm. then go for it in your situation after two years. Now you're like, you know what? This is someone that is becoming someone I can marry. Mm. For me, I don't even think I have that patience, you know, to do (laughs) that. And because I'm very big, um, because I've tried it Mm -hmm. twice and it didn't work, (laughs) you know, because that person has to make that decision on their own to be who they are. Because without me being in the picture, are you are you going to make this decision for yourself? You know, and in both situations, both of my um, previous relationships, there was a situation where I was always the more spiritual one. I was always the one who had more faith or mm-hmm. I was very connected to who I was um, in Christ. So for them, it was just like, oh, you know what? You do this, that's cool too. Or, you know what? I'm kind of like, I'm good, but I'm not all the way there. And I mm-hmm. found that it started to affect me because mm-hmm. as much as we want to believe that light overshadows darkness, it's easier to make something dark than to bring light to it. Hmm. So in that situation, it's like there's going to be an energy pool at some point in the relationship where you're you're kind of there, but you're not really there. So it's like, what is it doing to you? And for me, yeah. I didn't enjoy it because I started to become who I wasn't. I started to be less of who Deborah was because I was constantly trying to pull this person out that they were pulling me 
down yeah. with them. So it just really depends on the situation. There are some situations that, you know, I've been with my parents, they met and they were both a hot mess and <laughs> here they are. But I think it, it really depends on your stage. But at that stage, they were both a hot mess. So mm. they kind of figure it out together. together. There are some people that you go in, you know, and they're not quite there. But the only thing I want to warn about is potential. You don't want to be in a situation where you're three, four, five, six years mm. dealing with potential. And you're like, maybe this person will get there. And then they never do. And then you get disappointed. I think for me, potential is important. But if you're assessing someone to date you and you have the goal of marriage, which I think you should have the goal of marriage if you're dating. And if you want to build something, at least something stable, mm -hmm. you know, um, you should have that goal of marriage in mind before you even start dating. You have to think, is this person going to be able to father my kids? Is this person going to build my home? Is this person going to protect my soul? And if that the person can't for me, it's, it's, it just hasn't worked for me. I don't mm -hmm. think I can do, I can do right. that. Right. Like you, you said, know? to each his own. Everyone's yeah. different. Mm -hmm. I have a question. So when you were dating, like first started dating your significant other, like, did you feel like he, did you just know that he would be wanting to, like, did you know that he wanted to work on himself and be better? Is that why you, like, made the commitment to just, you know, go for it? Right, yeah. So I did see his worth ethic and everything else. Mm -hmm. And so it got to that point where after you put all this man-made work into something and you see that it's not manifesting into mm -hmm. what, the life you truly want. So his deal was basketball. I seen how hard he put this time in the gym. So I was just, I asked him, like, what's your spiritual relationship like with God? And he was just real, like, you know, like uh, through my life up until I met you, I really, my family wasn't, we, we went to church on the holidays and, you know, spirituality. My sister, she's kind of spiritual, but I was like, okay, yeah, but what is it for you? And he's younger than me mm -hmm. as well. So I will put that out there. And I just think about, even when I wasn't um, really introduced to 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 um, spirituality, wasn't really until I met Deborah's family what I saw with true spirituality, what what it was to live it. And for an example that um, I was able to digest and process, because I won't say my family is not spiritual, because my family is very. Um, spiritual as well but it just didn't connect for me so I just asked him going back I was just so I asked him like so do you think if like you've been doing the same thing throughout these years grinding this hard I was like maybe the work isn't the work that you need isn't necessarily the manpower you're putting in the hours in the gym maybe it's the hours you need to be putting in with God and that can really grow and take your life for the turn that you want and then he's like you know I never really thought about that I, I it was just never a thought to me and then I saw him starting to take I just planted the seed and I wasn't like trying to force religion or force spirituality on him I just told him like this is what I think and then I took it and I took my hands off to see what you're gonna do with that mm -hmm. now that you know you need God yeah I just want to see if you're gonna seek and search and of course I was going to continue to, to be strong I wasn't gonna hide my uh, spirituality I kind of just wanted to lead by doing so and then until it became a point to where I was no longer leading I felt like we were in this journey together oh that's good but I'm I just wanted to ask, but it's just like before you made the decision to be together, or no, after? it was it was during, during yeah. it was during yeah we were definitely together by this time mm -hmm. it was because yeah yeah it was definitely when we were together. I was just wondering, just I was asked that question because it's like people don't get into relationships for that very reason, mm. and I was just trying to see did, did you take the risk just 
with knowing that, okay, he is going to go after it or with just seeing, oh, let's see, let's try. Mm, yeah, I think, I, I think it definitely, I, you know, I honestly can't remember if it was before or after because mm -hmm. we did, I had the conversation when we wasn't dating, but then I stopped talking to him because mm -hmm. of yeah, certain things. <laughs> so I can't, it, we went from like um, a blank state for a, a month or so, like we just didn't have any communication ever. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, I'm back. I need you to be my girlfriend. I'm like, okay, all right. And I want to be that too. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, we're going to see if we can work it out from here. And if I just didn't see it, I'm like, I was going to have to break the relationship off, to be honest way, because you have to be equally yoked. I definitely mm -hmm. think in any relationship, if you expect to grow and prosper, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying you need to, um, marry someone and then try to get equally yoked. You need to be equally <laughs> oh, <no>. yoked. <laughs> do not do that. Before <laughs> marriage. Before marriage. And, yeah. and like some people say, unless until y'all are seriously talking about marriage and he until there's a ring on it, then y'all are kind of single. But unless y'all have made that mutual agreement, like this is what we're working to. Mm -hmm. We're marriage is the next level. So then if we're working toward that, I need to see those marriage qualifications mm -hmm. and characteristics in you before we even get married. Yeah. So do y'all think there's a time limit? Do you think like we're about 25, 24 and 26 ish, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just use our ages to help with this question. Like, do you think um, there's a certain number of years I need to go in before marrying somebody or not? Um, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a prerequisite. I think it's different for different people mm -hmm. and different seasons. I've seen friends who met their spouse within they dated for six months, they were engaged mm -hmm. for like another year, and then they got married less than two years. I've seen mm -hmm. situations like that. I've mm -hmm. seen people, my parents only, they dated for five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> they literally, my dad didn't even want to date my mom because everybody wanted to date my mom. So he, he literally like, just was like, nah, you're not dating nobody. <laughs> yeah, and she never right made it, <laughs> right? <laughs> like he like, and they've been happily married for 25 years. Mm -hmm. So I don't even think that there's, I don't, I mean, now don't be dating nobody for 10 years. <laughs> See, I think that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> problem you can't be I don't think the dating relationship should last unless you're in college or you know there's some logical reason why you guys are not together I don't think y'all should date forever because you get too comfortable and you're never gonna get married from what I've seen around people like family um, not friends I don't know any friends I've done that but family and just people that I observe and I see and I know they tend when when you date longer than four years three four like i think three four years and you're not married and you're both are mature adults mm -hmm. they never get married they never tend to get married right. and he or always ends up life. marrying he usually doesn't marry her like they'll break up after like 10 years of dating and then a year later you see he's married someone else that Dang. happened um last month with one of our friends oh wow so it was kind of awkward. I mean, they didn't no. date that long, but they dated like, it was like a long relationship. And then he was kind of like, oh, that's not the one. So some men, they they just string you, you on. Know. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. String you on until they find their wife. Exactly. Don't do that. Don't be a string. Don't be <laughs> or a bait or whatever they call. I don't know. <laughs> when I was 19, when I was a freshman in college, someone asked me, if my the boyfriend I had then asked me to marry him, what would you say? And this was like, I was all right, only like, eight months in and I was like yeah like absolutely I was like yes right now not realizing that I did not know myself or what I wanted for my life so I do think there's like 
um, you have to know yourself first before mm -hmm. making that decision. And sometimes when you're young, you might think you know yourself, but you actually don't. Like, you don't know. That's but um, mm -hmm. I think, like, now at this age, pretty well versed on myself. I think I'm still growing with God. But I think it's uh, it depends on if you know yourself and if they know themselves. Mm -hmm. And then they know that mm -hmm. you're the one and you know that they're the one. And then after that, I don't think you got to be shit. I, I expect to actually <laughs> for us to get married pretty soon yeah. after we start dating. Because I just feel like, I don't know if this is true because it hasn't happened to me yet. I keep telling guys, like, you're not my husband, you're not my husband, you're not my husband. <laughs> and so I feel like you're, you're supposed to know. Yeah, I think you, know. you do know. Yeah. Everyone who, I've, people, I, a lot of my friends are married, first of all. <laughs> Y'all just married. <laughs> so a lot of them when I asked them this question it was like I just knew that was my husband mm -hmm. they were just so sure and a lot of them didn't even date that long they dated maybe two maybe one of them was like engaged for like two years but a lot of them knew right off the bat that this is what I wanted and they were working towards that so I personally I don't want to be dating you more than two years that's a little too much for me. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't think, especially if we're in a place where we both know each, who we are and what we want and where we're going, and if God is like, this is a person, don't waste my time, let's go. Real. Let's yeah. do it. And I think when I was younger, I used to try to put a, a time limit on it because mm -hmm. I just didn't know, to be honest. I thought that you had to, because this is just what, from things I would hear from my family, from just outside sources, so I kind of took that in to my own reality and it made it my belief system that you need to date somebody for a long time so that you can really get to know them because you don't want to uh, end up with someone and then find out the real them after y'all marry. So date them long as possible, find out who they are and then date them. But now I'm understanding you, it's really however, however soon you understand and know yourself. And that's, you can date as early as that. Cause I feel like you, we have to, to have that, that, personal relationship with ourselves and God and if both of y'all walk into the relationship like that throw a ring on it mm -hmm. the next two months and there's some people, yeah. there are a lot of people who are like that I think you had that post where that couple did bought a house so you showed us oh yeah like a blogger mm -hmm. and they, yes. they, they were they friends and they barely months. and they just got married like that right like and a lot of situations months. happen <laughs> and one of the things just to you said something that I think a lot of our generation have heard from our parents or aunties or whatever is you have to know somebody you have to and that usually it tends to people think that maybe the longer you date the more you know but that's actually not true usually within six months of someone dating like at that point like you've been able to remove the lovey-dovey oh my gosh like i'm so in love with you you're the cutest thing ever you're able to see that person so once you've seen who that person is and their truth you should make the decision to know if this is someone that you can actually marry mm. you know you don't need to there's no because people and you're never going to know somebody fully because we're constantly changing i've known these ladies for over 10 years and i still don't know them because mm. they're growing I didn't know who Kobe was until she had a relationship, who Kobe was in this relationship that she has right now. I didn't know who you were with this relationship you have right now. Those relationships have changed who you are. And mm -hmm. when you become, you know, I have my friends who are mothers and I'm learning new things about them because they're changing. So mm -hmm. to put that expectation on a person that I have to know you completely before mm -hmm. you marry them is very misleading. What you need to know is their values and where their soul is connected to. Once you know those things, and everything else, you know, falls into place. But once you know those things, like, that's it. And a lot of times as women, we know stuff that we're not okay with in a relationship, but we love to 
wait and change and hope change. and see. Nah, fam, I did it. Don't do it. Waste of time. They're not going to change. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> you know? So, but seriously, like, you know, you have to, you, you know the truth. So it's up to you to decide at that point. There's no waiting three, four, five years to know somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, that, that's not a valid reason to be waiting. But something I think we're missing here is timing, too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like just, that's a, I don't mean like the, like the year right. time. Yeah, no, like actual time. like season. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's for true. some people, it that it's just that's the time for them. Like they met and they're in that, that place, that position for them Absolutely. to make that union happen. Some people, it just it takes some years for mm-hmm. them to say, okay, you know what? we're in this place now where we can get married. And it's not that they have to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Or it's just, some people may be in school. It's like, I want to finish school before I get married. That's you know, true. I, true. You know, my parents, you know, they've instilled in me, you know, I want to be a, ner- a doctor or whatever. And I have to get this degree mm-hmm. and, you know, Absolutely. do this. And then, that's, I agree. that's, that's true. true. That's true. Because I've seen people get engaged that's in true. college, and I'm, mm-hmm. but they didn't get married until, mm-hmm. you know, after they yeah. got their yes. careers. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and that so reminds me of the, even in the show, um, I just started watching the show, so I'm not going with their names, Nuri and Yasmir. Yasmir. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they had met a year before they even started a relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he, he spotted her at a cafe or whatever a year ago, and... Um, I guess at that time it wasn't the right timing or the season mm. for them to build. So that's you know that's that's mm-hmm. very true. That's all these relationships. That's like even though you know, the struggles that they go to aren't we can't like I've not been in a situation where my you know had a, a, a person with a child or different things, but I can see myself and my relationship. Mm-hmm. In them, and yeah, right. we met one year, and then a year later, mm-hmm. we met again, and it was the perfect timing. Yeah, I was getting out of a relationship, and he was single. He was still learning himself. He was traveling back and forth from San Antonio, so mm-hmm. a relationship wouldn't have worked because it would have been long distance. Right, yeah, I could have messed it up. The Ooh. person I was then was effed up. Like it would not have worked. I'm like, and then even in college, because we we went to college together, Mm -hmm. but we didn't know, like we knew each other, but we weren't friends. We didn't hang out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm so glad we did not date. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was terrible. Right? (laughs) Like you would have hated me. Different perception of you. Oh my gosh, that's true. That's real. That's actually really dang. That's so many good points. That's so deep. Yeah, that's so very, just the timing of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right. Because, you know, we, you want to get married fast. You know, be like, oh, I'm 26. Like, I need yeah. to get babies by 29. Yes. I, that means I got to get married by this time. But really, yeah. it's not ever going to work unless it's on God's timing. That's exactly. what we, I guess we exactly. should be praying for. Exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah. So we have to throw out all the standards that if you're not, I think I, I read a, um, there's a, bo- a, a book called, um, last sale um, final bargain basically this woman talking about how she's 30s so people tell her like you're you're like final sale like take whoever go you know what i mean and that's wrong you can't lower your standards like because of an age or because of a timing you know but a lot of people believe that a lot of girls they do get into relationships because they believe that if i don't marry this person there's not going to be another person and i'm you know my i'm not my eggs or i'm getting all my mates are married or i'm younger you can't compare yourself especially when it comes to love and if you believe and really trust god and have faith in his plans for you you should know that if it hasn't happened at that time then it's just not the season because mm-hmm. when you work outside of God's season, it's a hot mess. 
real. It is. You know, it's and it's better to not even be involved in her to go and marry someone and have to divorce them than to, right. you know, it's better it's better not to marry and be sane and not have extra baggage than to go and get married to the wrong person, then go have that divorce, and then have the scars of having to, you know, deal with that baggage. Really? You know, not saying that if you've had that before that there's no hope, but it does come with a baggage that you wouldn't have had to deal with if you just listened to God's timing. I think it's this. I think we should be more scared of not being in God's purpose and mm-hmm. God's timing than scared of not being married in time, like exactly. before you're dirty. Yeah, you know, because yes. God is way is the perfect way. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. So and that scares me. You know, it's just really hard just trying to figure this thing out. Like, so with like the struggling thing, I was talking to somebody that I used to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, like at the like, why well, I'm about to cry. I've been it's so okay. sensitive lately. No, me too. <laughs> but like Absolutely. someone at the beginning of the year y'all know him like we were like perfect for each other we were talking every exactly day talking about. Mm-hmm. and so there's there's two things that were wrong it was spiritual mm-hmm. like i'm in the point where i'm just like really trying to find myself within god and i have like y'all when i talk about march april you know, Deborah knows, like, I was struggling. Like, I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. So, God is good because He yeah. took me out of that. And now I'm, like, really sure. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, for that, I was, like, dating this guy off and on. On, kind of on. Like, we would talk every day. Like, we were best friends. And so, um, anyway, so he was struggling. He still is struggling. <laughs> like, and then also, it was the spiritual thing. So, it's just like, it kind of messes with your brain when you're watching stuff like love is and stuff like that when you can be so compatible with somebody mm-hmm. but then it's like damn they're struggling i'm not i don't know who i am and what what i'm hearing everybody else say is like make sure you get a man that is you know sufficient like got a good job and then also you're hearing people like make sure he's spiritually there but then in the middle you're like dang this person is like we're like best friends <laughs> like this like that's my guy and so it's just like weird but i know like in the end it all worked out for the best mm-hmm. but it's just like it's just like dang it's just a, it's a weird face to be in because you're like when you're single you're trying to figure out from people who are in relationships your mom like you're just trying to figure out what's the best way to go about it yes and it's scary it is like mm-hmm. i get that you know, we just want to get it right. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. us as women, we right. just want to get it right. We don't want to have to go through the struggles that our yeah. parents went through, our grandparents went through, mm-hmm. or the people that we see on TV. You know, it's like, we just want to, like, why can't we just get it right? Like, why it, we just right. think it could just be so simple. Yeah. Right. But it's not. And you just have to find that person who is worth it. And mm-hmm. in this case, in this show, I think, you know, Nuri wanted a man who, I think that she wanted this man who had it all, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The money, the job, the career was in the spiritual, all of that. But it just, it came in a different package. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, it like, it's, it's going to be different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes you're going to get, they're going to have it all together, but they may not be, you know, they may have the job, you know, the finances, but they may not be there spiritually. Yeah, they may be, you know, it's going to be something. Right. You just have to figure out what is worth it for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's the scary part. That's the scary. <laughs> that's the scariest part because you don't want to make any mistakes. Like you, you don't just want like, to. But that's the thing. That's you the heartache. Are. Yeah, yeah, you, you are. are. And like, I think that's what we have to get over. Like you're <laughs> it's gonna so hurt. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna experience <laughs> some is. pain, whether it it's if you know you or whether whether it's the other person. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's going to happen. And it's inevitable. Yeah, and like to go with what Tiff That's said, true. like, <laughs> I don't know why me and Tiff are always going through the same thing. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> they really be growing like, together. Same thing where, where, like, you know, I was I was in a relationship, and it was, like, the person that I love and was my best friend, and, like, we were so compatible, and I felt like he, like, he was literally my best friend, but there was just, like, this, like you said, the spiritual part just wasn't there anymore. Like, this person literally was going through so much in their life that it changed who they were. They were, they became a different person, mm-hmm. you know? And it was such a hard place to be in because you're like, okay, God, like, what am I supposed to do here? And I think for seven months, I waited with that person. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, in the trenches, like fighting, hoping, crying, trying. And it was just kind of like, dang, like, I don't know if this is working. And then I made the decision to leave. That person hates me right now. Or maybe doesn't hate me. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, you know, like, I had to make the decision to leave to do what's, what was best for me. But yeah. that's also hurtful because I always think, like, is this what love is? Like, having to love somebody and care for someone so much, but you can't even be with that person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, is it... Sometimes I think it does go back to timing. I really mm-hmm. do believe that. Because sometimes people require you leaving so they could become their best self. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people need you to become their best self. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and then sometimes you're not supposed to be with the person, sometimes you are. But sometimes I think, like, you got to take that chance. Sometimes, like, you're not supposed like, for, for my scenario, like, I really feel like I was not supposed to be with this guy because we were very compatible. I think I had to leave because I would have been a distraction for his goal. Mm. You know, which he has been making come true. Shout out to him. Mm. Hey. Um, but um, but I really do feel like had I been there, I wouldn't have been a, even though I'm a great person, I really don't feel like I would have been an asset for him mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he would have been an asset for me. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. I think uh, timing goes back to that timing thing. Uh, I think that's very, that's a big one. This is just so tricky. <laughs> it's so tricky. It is. I think even in the show, we had those moments where you just like, dang. You just sit there like, what would I do if I was in this situation? I know. Like, I can't even imagine being, you know. Because if you think about it, like, how is really Yasir an asset for Nuri? Spiritually. Like, he helps her be her best self. Almost. Okay. Because, like. But most women. She's young. And don't, she's like. I, no, I think I think she is, y'all. I was just throwing a, real, a, oh. a debatable question out there for the audience. That was for y'all. Oh, okay. Because, and then the reason why I pose that question because most people say if you know if he don't have his career together, mm-hmm. if he doesn't you know like have all of these things, then he is not an asset. He's just because remember her mom was like he's just using you. Her boss was even. Yeah told her like you need to lead this man he using you he broke he ain't got nothing oh dang like this is your lifeline he's using you as a lifeline exactly but how was she able to see through that like it's we don't yeah because you have all these people in your she just knew right i think you just 
know. You just like know. sometimes you be trying to fight it, and that's when you gotta fight it. Like, yeah, that's wrong. She was just like, no. isn't that confusing? Because like, no. as a woman, as a female, like if we we could ask ourselves and relate to this and be like, dang, is this healthy for me? Do I need to be? Letting this man live in my house with me, uh, do I need to mm-hmm. like let him use my car? He don't have a vehicle. Like it's like I'm going to work every day. He's sitting at the house. Like. Right. That would mess. <laughs> like honestly, had I been nerdy, it would not m- make sense to me. And this is like this person. Okay, it would not make sense to me on why you don't have a job. Like any any job. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this in both. But it's done before. We've seen it before. We've seen it even in Baby Boy. Old girl was letting uh, what's Taraji's character? She was letting him drive her vehicle. And not saying well, they didn't. I don't. They didn't work out. It happens. Like yeah. we, we, we do that mm-hmm. as women. We I don't know. It's just something and, in us. And that's I, the thing. Because we're nurtured. As women, though, it always feels like for some reason I don't know. It always feels like for some reason we're higher <laughs> it, it just always seems like especially in black women mm-hmm. it always and seems cultures. like we're the ones who are pulling them up and so it gets really confusing when the man is supposed to be the one leading that's what we've been told our whole life right, right, right. but in all these instances we're like okay just let them mm-hmm. be without a job like not with, let them be mm-hmm. but like let them take a car like i feel like we just take so much mm-hmm. and I could hear the girl listen to it listening to this like no no like no don't listen to them because <laughs> they say y'all could if it's spiritual good then they're all good no but not, not it. what we're saying is not that but I also could see like mm, you know why is it sometimes I just we just want to be carried I want mm-hmm. to be led like I want to be carried like I don't want to have to do everything all the time like I'm trying to do so much already. Right. Mm-hmm. That's oh, real. That's so true, girl. And it just—it's very. It, it can be painful, and and it can really throw off your psychology of everything, especially if you listen to the outside world, though, and and they try to tell you this is the way love is. Mm-hmm. Love should be this, but imagine the girl that listens to everyone and say love is supposed to be that way, and then blocks her own blessings by cutting the dude off mm-hmm. and that was yo mr right though yeah i don't know it's i think so that's confusing i think that's why you really really really, Gotta really have to yeah your relationship with god has to be very solid because i believe in us as god we are you know god made us in his image so that spirit that like the holy spirit lives inside of us and it gives us discernment so there are a lot of times where god is speaking to you and you need to hear him clearly mm-hmm. by aligning yourself with him if you're not aligned with God, and that's where that value and being strong on your own comes into play, because how can you hear from God? Like, yeah, it's great to, you know, take advice and listen to podcasts and listen to YouTube videos and hear, hear what other people have to say. Right. But at the end of the day, it's your life mm-hmm. and you have to make that decision with God. And if your work, if, if your relationship with God is not stable or you're not able to hear him, then it's going to be even more confusing because you're getting all these different answers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have different perspectives and people are jaded by their own reality. There are mm-hmm. people who are like, men suck, this, that. But it's because they've probably left, they've let men, you know, walk all over them. Mm-hmm. And now they're telling you that they suck instead of saying, hey, set boundaries early on. So they know how to not, um, how, how, to, how to talk to you and how to not talk to you, mm. you know? So I think that you really just, it, it's a very confusing space. And I know like in my relationship, I'm always 
both of like my relationships, I was just very like, God, do I need this? Should I leave? Should I wait? What should I do? Mm-hmm. People were telling me stay and fight and hammer. Other people were like, girl, bye. Like, <laughs> like tell them boy, bye. Like, move on. And I was just like conflicted for months. And until I finally started diving into the word of God and I started to really align myself with him and see, okay, God, what do you want in my life? Because clearly mm-hmm. I have no idea what I want. <laughs> I'm right, not making right. room. I don't know. And the more I prayed and the more I stayed, I even fasted, y'all. It was that serious. I fasted because I was like, you know what? I need to know because this makes or breaks my future. So mm. let me figure out where my soul needs to be. Ooh. And when God gave me that clearance and said, Deborah, it's time for you to walk away. I was like, no questions asked. And I walked away and that was it. I didn't even, I just walked away. Mm. You know, so I think a lot of times, like, you know, as long as you're in tune with God, it makes things clear. And God's voice is very still, mm. is very stern, and you know. And that feeling that you feel that you know, gut feeling is real. You don't mm-hmm. have that feeling for a reason. When you have mm-hmm. that deep in the stomach feeling, that's God literally telling you because you're not hearing him. So he's going to bring it into your body and say, listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> do this, you know? Having that faith. Because, you know, we could say, be aligned with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We act like that shit is easy. Like, <laughs> that is not easy. It's like a choice. Ooh, it's like a choice. Like, we choose to love, you choose to love Kyle, you choose to love Jarvis. I'm sure one day y'all are going to be married and y'all going to choose to love them every single day. But we really have to choose God ultimately over mm-hmm. and over again because this is not easy because mm-hmm. especially the world is telling you this, telling you that, telling you sex, uh, everything. You need to be married. You need to have kids. Um, and it's just not that easy to just be aligned all the time, like getting to that place. Mm-hmm. But I guess you have to choose it every mm-hmm. day because it's so hard. Like, you know, we have to have faith and we have to be aligned. It's hard to have faith, <laughs> too. Of course. Because when you yeah. see the outside world, I'm not saying that it's um, something that you shouldn't have, but it's something that you have to choose as well. Yeah. And it's just, it just, it's confusing to me because how do you know if it's a sign from God or it's your own doubt that you're putting on the situation? Right. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm, I get confused. It's like, am I just doubting this and making this into a bad situation? Or is this God <laughs> just telling me that I need to do this? And mm-hmm. it's like... The thing is, especially with going with that and having faith, I think one of the biggest characteristics God gives us when we're in his alignment is peace. Mm-hmm. And that is a peace that surpasses any human understanding. No matter how bad things are looking and what storm is going through, he gives you that peace that which allows you to trust him and have faith. It's a peace. I don't believe you just have faith blindly. I believe that faith mm-hmm. comes from that peace that God gives to you. Mm-hmm. So as Tiffany said, and what we've been saying, love is ultimately a choice. You're choosing to listen to God. You're choosing to meditate, to pray, to journal, to spend time with him so you can get aligned. So if you're just like, God, align me, and you're not even doing anything in your part, mm-hmm. he's not going to speak to you. God's not going to speak to you when you're like listening to music all the time or like you're watching your shows, whatever. He's going to speak to you when you align yourself with him. And as you're consciously making the effort and, and thinking about him, consciously mm-hmm. trying to connect with him, and it doesn't have to be like a full-blown prayer session. That's important too. But it can be just you and being in your car and talking to God and speaking to him. It could be you sitting down at work, speaking to him. So, you know, as hard as it is, we have to put in that work because faith without work is dead. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's scary because when you you say, oh, I have faith, I have faith, but you're not actively working towards that faith, it's not going to happen. Really? So if you're saying, God, this is how I, I love this person, I want to be in a relationship with this person, I want to fight for this person, what do I need to do? And you're just not spending time trying to get discernment and trying to get understanding, then you're going to stay confused. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think 
the problem is now that I'm like y'all are saying all this it's just like <laughs> we try so hard to be perfect like perfect and right and get it right mm-hmm. and we just have to be okay with not would <laughs> not like make like making the best decision based off what we've learned what God says and it's just like I think that's what I have to get out of my head it's like everything can't be perfect mm-hmm. like it's gonna be just live <laughs> that's what like I'm the getting fairy tale. Like, yeah it's, it's I like not the, gonna be the yeah. fairy tale thing that we think and that's not saying that you can't have a perfect love or something you know what right I'm like so what is your idea of a perfect love, like you could put it in a picture, like a, a couple oh. wise. Who who symbolizes that for you? Symbolizes? I don't know if I've seen it. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if I've seen it. So before. then, what are you trying to emulate? Like, what are you? It's not thinking? really my picture of love. It's my picture of me, actually, like being right, making the right choices. So mm-hmm. I think I have to be okay with me not knowing because like, i always told myself like my next relationship gonna be my husband like straight up that's why i do not like i had so many opportunities to jump into relationships mm-hmm. you know but i really don't feel like i was supposed to be in a relationship <laughs> i have peace with that but like i think i'm just so strong on the next person is gonna be my husband the next person is gonna be my husband it's mm-hmm. so scary because i'm just like it's scary dating knowing feeling like the next person's gonna be your husband. And then it's also scary because you have to break people's hearts along the way. Mm-hmm. So like dating's fun and cool and stuff until you have to break someone's heart. <laughs> and then the next person's heart until you find your husband. Mm-hmm. Like shit, like can I just, maybe I should not be dating. <laughs> like, you know, but you gotta figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so but I think like it's a, like Kobe said, is you're gonna fall flat on your face. Like it's not gonna be a perfect scenario. Like you're both gonna make mistakes. Your spouse has probably made mistakes until he, you know, until he gets to meet you, and that's where that learning process comes through. So I think like even in the mistakes, one of the things because I also struggle with being a perfectionist is I'm trying to let go of that God complex of me controlling everything. Mm-hmm. And I think living in this year of where I've had zero control over my life has really helped me to just do what I can and sit back. So I act and I just leave, or I listen and I remain still, depending on what God is telling me to do. Mm-hmm. But I think also, even with the risks that I take, I believe they're all lessons. Mm-hmm. You know, So when you shift from looking at, I need to get this right, right away, and look at it like, you know, if I fail this test one time, the next time I'm gonna do it better. Mm-hmm. And then if I fail it again, the next time I'm gonna do it better. Mm-hmm. So you have to just look at that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. I am. <laughs> of tests and the way life works sometimes is you don't even get the cheat sheet you just kind of get thrown into it and you have to learn so once you look at it as a learning opportunity and even the breaking of heart like i mean i know it sounds so savage but hearts are going to be broken you know not everyone's going to love you you're going to make someone cry i've probably hurt a few people by living in my truth but you have to realize that you have to break out of that because if you're constantly thinking oh i'm so afraid to jump Oh no, I don't want to try this. And God is not even. And what if God is not even telling you that's the truth? What if that's you becoming your own God by trying mm. to be perfect when God hasn't even told you this? The next person is going to be your husband. He never. Did he, if he hasn't told you that, and you're that's telling yourself that, saying. then you're saying yourself that's what I was going to ask. Like, yeah. why? I was saying. thinking you put too much pressure. Yeah, that's, that's the, that was going to be my question for you. Why do you feel like your next one has to be your husband? Because 
I'm tired. <laughs> I am Tiffany, you only been tired. in one relationship your whole life. <laughs> yeah, but y'all know how that was a long relationship, first of all. Mm-hmm. And you know how bad that shit hurts. And yes, that, and, and it's, it's going to I be painful. And that, <laughs> and that was one thing that I had to I get like over. Her. I was just like, I, love is sometimes, you know, dating and relationships can be pain. Like, I get that. Like, mm-hmm. you can get hurt. And it For takes real. time. Like, as long as you are in that relationship, it takes about that much time, you know, to heal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that is. Going back to class. It takes a long time is what I'm trying yeah, to say. It, it, does. it takes a long time. Well, so just imagine being in a relationship five, ten years. Yeah. Like how long that's going to take for someone to, you know, bounce back. Just think about marriages. You know, your mom. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it took time. It takes time. Like when yes. was our next marriage or relationship? Well, my mom died. Got a lot of problems. <laughs> but I will tell you this about my mom, though. What she's learned, and this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, is that when she was, um, when she did divorce my dad, mm-hmm. she did hop into a relationship, and then a relationship, then she was cool, and then she got married. Mm-hmm. Even though she, her hopping into a relationship, she, I, I was always telling her, well, in my grown days, in mm-hmm. the past year or two, I'm like, you have to focus on yourself. You have to focus on God. Because I know, mm-hmm. like, if you good, God's going to attract what, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. is going to be there. And what's good. What's good. And, mm-hmm. like, she realized, like, she had to have someone else tell her that. Because, you know, you have to hear from yeah. different sources mm-hmm. that um, you have to heal yourself first, be good with yourself first, and then allow you to go to the next relationship. What I, yeah. what I learned from my mom, my mom was jumping from relationship to relationship without being healed fully mm-hmm. and using those relationships as a coping mechanism when she should have just went to God. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think that's something, too. You know, a lot of people feel like, you know, in order for them to date or to do things, they have to be in a relationship. You know, they go from relationship to relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just have not... You know, not I don't say have fun in like the sexual way, but I mean, just, <laughs> you know, have fun and just yeah. go meet people, do mm-hmm. things, yeah. you know, yeah. go out, I, be yeah. social. And you have to have learn about inter- yourself. Yes. Like you know, you have to like take that time to really. I love falling in love with myself. That's my favorite thing. Or don't do it. You know, you yeah. have to look at yourself and say, okay, what do I need in this period of mm-hmm. time? That's true. And that's so yeah. important that we because you might think. You need to be dating, but you need to be like, you're you're right. sit yourself. God's about to say, you're, you're, you're a hot mess right now. You need to not right. be anybody. <laughs> no, it's right. seriously, yeah. Like, you can't, you can't, I think you can't really force things. Don't force ponytails. Don't force relationships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't force No, don't force, it. no, seriously, do not force it. It has to happen naturally. And you can't, like, you know, that's just the thing with the human reality. And we had a pre-podcast before this. And one of the things I learned from that pre-podcast that we're... <laughs> that we had, right? It was super lit. Like, you know, one of the things I learned is you literally have to be okay with never knowing every single thing. And being okay with the unknown. Being okay with making mistakes. And being mm. okay with just putting yourself out there. Because it's... And I used to think like that. So if I used to always be like, I need this person to be my husband. I need this person to be my husband. But at the end of the day, it's like, I didn't even know what I wanted in a husband completely. What I thought I wanted in a husband at 20 is not what I want now at 24. And I'm sure when I'm 26, it's going to be completely different. Mm. You know, so I think you have to leave room to fall and to fail. And even with the hurt, the Bible says, like, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations. (coughs) God doesn't 
give promise. us promise a life that's gonna be all dandy and perfect like the books and instagram and social media it's gonna be a hot mess you know but what he's telling you is to have peace and know that he's still god be still and know that i am god i let you know he said, delight yourself in me and I'll give you the heart of your, um, your heart desires. So that's saying that, you know, live your life without, um, without putting deadlines or without trying to make it perfect and allow yourself to live <coughs> and trust that if you fail and you fall, he's there to catch you. Yes. Trust that if things don't go right, you're going to be okay. And there's a lesson in that. So don't be afraid to have your heart broken, Tiff. Yes. Don't be a I'm also, to I'm also scared to break other people's heart. Don't you just break their heart. That's the part of I mean not saying <laughs> wait, let's no, not that. Don't no, say I that you break me. their heart. But you know, like be okay with having they probably need to learn that experience too, because that's like think about it. You're trying to cage them from even learning. Because mm -hmm. if you're trying not to break their heart, how are they gonna know how to deal with rejection? How are they gonna look into themselves and say something was there's something I need to fix? Hmm. Yeah, this is exactly you what Brother Jordan mean? told me. He's like, told you? Brother Jordan told you oh. <laughs> Breaking Cycles podcast, he was just he said, You're their lesson. So it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to break right. their heart. And it's just selfish for you to stay in something just because we don't wanna break their heart, guys. If someone mm -hmm. out there, if you're doing this to someone you know good and well, they ain't the one for you, but you stick it around just because you don't want to hurt them. You're hurting them even more, and exactly. you're wasting their time. Exactly. Which you've grown from that. Like I know how long it took you to break things off, you know, from your first relationship. Mm -hmm. So for you to, <laughs> you know, for you to even now, I will say I was like, okay, I was, I'm so proud of Tiffany. I'm doing this. So I was like, but she did it through text, y'all, which was cool. I was like. Couldn't cop with that, you know? Nope. Yeah, to be like, okay, look, we make it practice. And that was not a relationship. That was talking. I was, I was proud. But I was still dating while that was happening. But that was just because he came in such a good package. This guy was everything I could even dream of and more. The chemistry wasn't there, and for me. And so I was trying to ask God. What took me so long is I was trying to ask God: Is am I being? Is it? Am I being picky? Like, is chemistry needed? Will that grow? I was asking God and actually asking mm -hmm. him, what am I supposed to do? Because I may not want him, but if you want him for me, then Lord, make me want him too. Mm -hmm. So that mm -hmm. was my whole thought process. And also I didn't want to hurt him or anything, but I also didn't want to let him go if that was supposed to be for me. Mm -hmm. And so it took me a second, but finally I was just like, okay, no. <laughs> And but my girls helped me through that. Thank you guys. <laughs> I we're, just, we're proud of you. Yes. And I just like <laughs> to think that just relationships and things, just how it works, it has evolved. Could you imagine living in a time where it was arranged marriages or living somewhere where you, you know, or in cultures where it's like that, where you don't even have a choice? Mm -hmm. well, it, that still exists today. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it does. does. Yeah. I can't. It, <laughs> so can't just the it. fact that we have an, an option to choose. I should to be choose? happy about that. Yes. Like happy to pay yourself to get it. Like you get to choose who you want. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. They need to go ahead and start choosing. It's like <laughs> I'm actually really happy. Like, I'm really happy by myself. <laughs> so, but I don't know, but you know, you start thinking about these things. You do. Mm -hmm. You just really do. Though I'm very happy by myself, like I really am, 
it's still you know and you know in the future what you want yeah and you just don't want to make any mistakes because you of what your past has done to you mm-hmm. and i ain't really been going through shit like most people have but you know <laughs> I, I have a really low tolerance for pain in everything in the physical and the spiritual and i think god knows that so, <laughs> so. but i mean we have a ton more questions but we gotta go because <laughs> it's been an hour, twenty minutes already. Oh wow! <laughs> Did was there anything else you all want to talk about? We could talk about on another podcast. That's, I know, like this podcast has to be split. Definitely. <laughs> there like so all many. Right. Different, there's so much to talk about. Like it's such a never-ending topic. But really? yeah, yes. all right. It's so. The surface a little bit. What time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. So, guys, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with positive affirmations. So, what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any positive or negative statement that you are using to transform your life either for the great, the beautiful, the glory, the um, wondrous, harmonious, beautiful relationships, or either for the negative, dark, gloomy demise of your life. So guys, let's speak life every time we speak because as we were talking about in our pre-podcast, their words are <laughs> vibrations, guys, and you want to speak higher vibrations into your life. Don't be speaking these low negative vibrations in your life. Mm-hmm. And even in the Bible, it states, let the weak, say I am strong. So even on those days when you feeling weak and vibrating low, you don't speak more vibration things, I mean low vibration things into your life, you speak uplifting things. So it is four of us and I'm affirming it's however it is divinely meant to be out there listening mm-hmm. to us. So which is probably like five trillion because God knows we pop it. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead. We are going to go ahead and give you our positive affirmations. Who wants to go first? I'll go. I am letting go and letting God. Oh, I love that. I am experiencing God's divine love in all my relationships. I have stability in Christ and I'm financially I am I am financially stable, living life to the fullest, and allowing God's love and God's love to lead me, mm. Ooh. and be a light through me. Mm. You like are. That. That's good. Y'all already know where to find us. Soul Feeling Podcast everywhere on Facebook, on Instagram, on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts on Google Play, and you can even catch up on some of our old episodes on YouTube where you can see our faces. Anyways, I love you guys so much. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you share this. We just poured our soul to you guys Man. because it's soul filling. I love you. Talk to you Ooh. later. Bye, Bye guys. Peace. <laughs> Until next time.